0: Hey, 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 and welcome to conversation one of uh, Play Cousins podcast. Hey, everybody. Hello, Hey, you. hey Hi.
1: How are
0: you doing? <laughs> oh, I am uh, Kills. I am Play Your Play Cousin. And today I have with me Dot and Jasmine. Y'all want to
2: introduce yourself? Hey, y'all. <laughs> I'll go first. I am your. <laughs> problematic fave cousin. (laughs) Okay, so let me just get into a little bit of background about me. I've had a podcast before. I'm currently on a show with Raheem Brazil called The Platform Speaks. We should be starting it up in June. I'm a blogger, content creator. I have a regular job. We ain't gonna talk about that because, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, I just do a lot of content stuff. So I'm here excited and happy to be a part of Play Cousin Podcast, because this is about to be dope. Agreed, agreed.
1: Well, I'm T-Dot. I, unlike Jasmine, just have my little nine to five that I do. (laughs) I don't do anything else. I'm not a content creator, so this is different for me, but I am excited about being on the Play Cousin Podcast to show different perspectives about things. Thank you. So, So,
2: yes,
0: I am Cubs. I am a serial, I don't know, socialite entrepreneur and got a nine to five. I've been dabbling about everything. So I think I could bring, you know, some multidimensional perspective. And this whole conversation and platform is just to have my offering healthy conversations amongst people. Everybody's not going to agree on everything. We all see different um, things differently. Um and so and also just to kind of be a support system. and just talking about support. I don't know if y'all saw happy wave. like this is the level of support that people would need. So let's get into that.
2: Yes, yeah.
1: Good morning.
0: <laughs> I need to wash my car.
2: Me too. <laughs> <Uh-oh>. <laughs> oh. My God! No no! 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 No!
0: Oh, we're good, y'all, <laughs>
2: y'all. <gasps>
0: Husband of the year goes the happy way because I've never been fished over for a water bug. Like, listen, <laughs> for this. He A bob- bobcat in there. <laughs> bobcat, and
2: he then he that. hurled it. Yes, the <laughs> way the way he threw that bobcat
0: in Atlanta it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yo listen like the way he jumped in and supported his wife is just like i think all women are deserving or and men too if you have a husband like are deserving of that type of support that kind of makes me think about this video of a young girl who was <laughs> I don't even know I'm laughing at this, but a young girl who was getting attacked by a dog where a dog had gotten loose and her father jumped on top of the car and left her to run around getting chased by a dog. And I no. think everybody was like, your kid is on the ground getting chased by some feral dog. And you're on the top of the car trying to direct her to do the same thing that your coward self has done. And everybody was like, our and kid, it's your kid. child. Right. This is your kid. And I, I mean, the child was like, had to be less than nine. So, you know, obviously, get your kid. Like, you should be the last person to get up on top of the car. He did not come down off that car, too, by the way. And this man picked up a whole bobcat and threw it and hurled it. Yes.
0: Jump into action. It was no thinking. It was no hesitation. It was like, my wife is in danger. Yeah. I'm going for it. He got bit. And the cat had rabies. Well, oh, so he wow. got um,
1: shots, too.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, so it's like that's support. When we yeah. talk about support on here, when we say have a support system, that is support. It's people that don't have think about it, like, yeah. just jump in there, he
2: didn't jump in that. there, and go forward, yeah, any questions, he just leaped in there, just saw what the records was about, but I just love his spirit, because he first was like, good morning, good morning, <laughs> you know? I need to go and wash my
1: car, but did you hear the chirp of his phone, it even sounded real happy, it was like, <laughs> yeah, like, he seems like a happy
2: guy, but he wouldn't,
0: if me be, <laughs> he wanted to smoke. He did <laughs> all the smoke, all the smoke. forget
2: oh oh this video. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, to segue into support, let's talk about today's topic, which will be about masking your pain and self
1: medicating. Mm. Ooh, so, medicating. That's four
0: twenty right there, right? <laughs> four twenty. Yes. Happy four twenty, by the way. Before twenty, before twenty, look (laughs) medicating. So you know, let's get into the terminology of things. So Jasmine,
2: want to kind of start with like what you think self medicating is? Self medicating is first of all for all my web MDers out there who oh I got this issue I want to go ahead and self medicate. I think it's just trying to tell telling yourself okay. I have an issue. What's the what is? How can I get over this issue? And for most people, it's taking some type of drug, a mind altering substance that can temporarily relieve them from whatever issues that they're having. Which, I mean, for me, I know that that's an issue. I just had, actually had a conversation with a friend who said that she was seeing a psychologist and she was taking, um, uh, like some kind of. But she was taking a psych, whatever. But she was taking pills, and I was like well do you really like do you really think that that's the right way to go and she was just like you know I like my grandmother passed and I said listen I understand it too like but and I didn't say this to her but I was just kind of like how are you gonna deal with the grief for real like how are you gonna really get, deal with the grief if you are taking pills to cover up those issues when when the pills wear off the grief is still going to be there so why are you self-med or why are you medicating? Well, that was kind of different from self-medicating or whatever. But like, I, I guess the issue was like, why are you medicating something that's always going to be there instead of actually dealing with it? So that kind of goes into like self-medicating in the way that people like smoke weed or drink alcohol or do meth <laughs> when they feel like <laughs> it. And you see, they don't have any teeth, but when they feel like something's
0: going wrong in their lives. I guess that was just a long way of explaining that. Gotcha, gotcha. What
1: do you think, dot? I agree. Like, it's an issue and instead of, like, going to someone else to help you, like, your friend who went to the psychologist, like, you just trying to figure out how to do that yourself. Right. Subconsciously, sometimes it's consciously. Um, But you can do like jasmine said like through alcohol through drugs through sex through and stuff online amazon and stuff like that's, true. that's also a problem you get sad and you get they already got the credit card information so you go do 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 and yeah. you keep getting packages and you get this dose of euphoria but it's not helping with your real problems exactly so that's what I think the self medicating is
0: yeah Food too. Food is a big thing sometimes. Mm. Like, you know, everybody's like, oh, you you feeling bad today? You know, ice cream, like your parents started that long time ago. They start oh, yeah. substituting, like, you processing your feelings with, like, things. I definitely it do that. things they are. If I get is that sad, a bad thing, or a good thing? like, what's up? The- Say that one
2: more time.
0: You think it's a good thing or a bad thing to, like, self-medicate with stuff?
2: It's a bad thing because you're not really dealing with the with what the issue is. Like, you know, I'm not, I think we all do it to a certain extent, but, like, it's, like, it cannot be good to just be like, okay, well, you know, I'm, I'm feeling bad because, you know, I messed up on a test, so let me just go and get a whole-ass sheet cake. You know what I mean? Like... <laughs> that's not really in the long run going to help you out. Like I actually wrote this article on the blog that I write for, I hear that girl, about like toxic self-care and how it's heavy on the self and like no long-term sustainability on the care, right? And how we talk ourselves into things to say, oh yeah, this is, I'm caring for myself. I'm gonna eat this sheet cake or I'm gonna drink this whole bottle of wine. And like, okay, so then in the long term, you keep doing that. You have liver issues, gaining weight, you know, like weight is food. My relationship with food is something that I'm trying to work through too because I learned, like, I started self-medicating with food when I was feeling bad or, oh, girl, you had a salad two days ago. Let's go ahead and get for the relate. <laughs> you know, things like that. You know, and I know some people deal with sex in that way or whatever, medicate themselves from, oh, I'm not going to, especially with millennials and how we just, like no communication or whatever. It's just like, well, let me just give my body to somebody because like I'm not gonna have anything else of substance with another human. So I may as well just start if the, the, the S out of you. But <laughs> that's the only way.
0: But yeah. That kind of goes to like triggers. So like mm-hmm. what are triggers? Like and how do you identify them? Like do you have like a utopia moment like oh this is what's my problem, or it's like subtle, like, let's just, just kind of dive into
1: that. For like, triggers, I think you have to identify that there is a problem before you even know that it's a trigger. Mm-hmm. Some people out here don't really want to say they have a problem, and then, so you then you don't identify the actual trigger of it all. So, even like, I guess, when people get sad, they can do things that are considered healthy, like going to work out. But if you work out too long and too much, you could exactly your body. And so, if you don't work on that trigger, I mean, that the actual problem you can't figure out what the trigger is. That's true, that
0: is true. Yeah, me, I was. It was one time where I was like, I'm going to miss something. I'm going to miss something. So the fear of missing out, FOMO, <laughs> it's like you're constantly doing stuff and then you burn out and then you won't pass out on the floor You yeah. wake up in the hospital. like, And so it's kind of like, I don't know why I was fearing missing out, but I was just doing it. But then I had to kind of like recalibrate it got to like the dead end where you you know, it was n- nothing else left for you to, like, spray yourself in. So, what's some triggers for
2: you, uh Jasmine, or something that you could... A trigger for me? Um... I don't, like... I, some of my triggers exist, like, with... I don't like people talking to me crazy. <laughs> I would say that's a huge trigger for me because I didn't grow up like being talked too crazy. Like y'all remember when the whole thing happened with um uh what's his name? Um uh, the gospel singles uh, what's the man's name? Kurt Franklin. Kurt Franklin. Yeah, okay. Kirk Franklin with him and his son. Like I was I won't say I was necessarily triggered by that, but I guess sometimes I don't understand how people can I, I well, I guess the way I was thinking about it was how can y'all how can y'all think that this is okay? for children and parents to communicate with each other in that way. And I guess for me, I was just like, I wasn't talking too crazy growing up. So I, like my mom was literally didn't even curse at us. And that was because they were my mom and my dad were cursing around us when we were younger and we started cursing. So they end up, they stopped cursing to avoid us having those, you know, reckless words or whatever. But I grew up. My dad died when I was a kid but I grew up with a mom who did not talk to us crazy so now when I hear people talking to me aggressively like for me I'm just like oh wait a minute like I'm gonna stop you right there because I can and I've told for this before I can promise you if you keep talking to me like that it's not gonna turn out the way you thought like that's trick I guess it's triggering me because I'm like who are y'all talking to like why are you talking to me in this way i don't I don't like raised aggressive tones I guess. Mm -hmm.
0: That's a trigger for me. Um. Yeah, I almost fought my grandma and my mama because both of them had called me the B word. (laughs) 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 That's definitely a trigger. Like the B word, and it's not like the friendly B word. Like, oh, bitch. Like, it's not that. It's like, you. (laughs) Yeah, I can't. It's It's a (laughs) neck. It, it's literally blackout, like straight blackout. And it's been like that for the longest, like early teens. Like it wasn't like an adult thing. It was like, that's like equivalent to spitting on me.
2: Agreed. It's an, I mean, it is abusive. And it's a verbal assault, if you will. Like, it's just like, why are we choosing those words? as a way to interact with people, especially the humans that we are bringing into this world. And I think that causes sometimes like for us to be triggered or for us to keep on talking to other people in that way, causing issues and fights and stuff like that. So I don't know. That's you know, cyclical
1: thinking. then, you know, like if you started, you, yeah. somebody else and call them the B word. They think it's okay. They go to another generation or somewhere else. Yeah. Where Then this like a whole mass of
2: society just being angry. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. word. Yeah, I'm definitely triggered in this dating space, but that's to be another show. Because so, <laughs> that is way too much to talk about right now. It's yeah, I have some stories for you.
0: So what happens like when you tell people, like, well, you shouldn't let people control your emotions. Like, what you do in those situations, like those, like certain things, like the B word triggers me. Someone being disrespectful triggers me. Um, And so you want to, like, how do you combat that?
2: Is this someone controlling your emotions or you just saying? I guess guess it is the reaction that you give. Because if you are, I guess, vibrating higher. But we're humans, though. So some days you're going to, like, some days are going to be better than others where you're able to manage those stress or those triggers or whatever like some days you'll be able to be like okay let's have a conversation and the other days it's like i'm gonna beat your ass you know so but it's i think that's kind of human stuff too but i guess as far as somebody else telling you you shouldn't let somebody control you i turn around and tell them who the hell are you to tell me what i need to be doing like i'll handle myself the way i want thank you yeah
0: i once saw a psychiatrist and they was <laughs> Um your your way you react is basically a trigger and it's something deeper. And I'm like, they disrespect me. Like you can hit. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I ain't going out hitting people. But she right. was like, it have, have to automatically escalate to that. And so that's where I kind of learned
1: levels.
0: Like, so it's not automatic. It used to be automatic. Like, I'm gonna jump on you like a spider monkey off like off-rip. Like it's just I'm jumping. <laughs> But then, now I learned after that, it was, I was angry about stuff. Well, I was angry about disrespect. I seen I saw a disrespectful situation in my household. So it was like, nobody going to treat me like that. So if anybody treats me like that, I'm shut it down, you know? Yeah. And so it kind of became, I had to learn that I was angry about other stuff. And so I was taking it out on anything that was disrespectful. So...
2: Yeah, I think like learning rules or implementing rules, boundaries and limitations and denying people access to you when they violate you is a good way of managing that. Like I tell people, yeah, (laughs) I tell people all the time, like I just fell out with a friend earlier this year for and I was just like, the thing is, you cannot talk to me that way. You cannot treat me like that. And because you don't want to change, then you can no longer have access to me. And she tried to talk to me at like two more times after, after that. And I was like, here's the thing. You literally said you are not sorry for what you've done. So you made your decision. And now I'm making mine off of your effed up decision. So I, I do think developing like hardcore, like it's a line drawn in the sand and you're not willing to move that for people. And telling people what you are saying is offensive to my sensibilities. And because of that, I don't want to be around you and your nasty-ass attitude,
1: so <laughs> leave me alone. <laughs> and that's fair.
2: That's
0: definitely yeah. fair. Yes, um, Twanda, has it been like any, I know sometimes we have like um, commemorations of like death, or like some events happen, and like you start, like start clean. like, you know, that's a trigger for you, but mm-hmm. like how, Like, what would you recommend, like, for in those type of environments, or, like, how do you kind of work through
1: Are you speaking because, like, grief? Yes. (laughs) My mom did. She passed away last year in September. So, my dad passed away in 2011. I had a lot of grief in my life. A lot. So, um, a lot of family members and good friends have passed away. Um, You just got to go through the grief you can't like just try to push it away like it happens you need to cry for this person like um grief like i think lauren london said at Nipsey hustles uh funeral like grief is the last thing you can do to show somebody you love them like that's yeah you love them and you cry for them because that was who you loved and so um finding ways to like honor them and do whatever they like. Like, I know my dad and my mom, they like going on vacations. I still go on vacations to honor them. Like it's just things to do that show, you know, you didn't get here by yourself. You came and were taught and socialized by people. So honoring them that kind of way and not trying to stop the triggers. Cause I think um, that just didn't allow you to process the grief. Agreed. Yeah. Like I know once, um, my dad asked me to go get him a treat from Dairy Queen. I'm from East Point, so everybody in East Point is one Dairy Queen. So I used to go get him a treat, and I went to Dairy Queen one day, what like five years after he passed away, and I was like, "Oh, you know what I'm gonna get? I'm gonna get a strawberry Sunday. It's gonna be so great." And then I just started just in tears. Like, yeah. it's just things that happen, and you just gotta still process. It gets not easier but it gets different (laughs) a new way of life yeah yeah. i think birthdays too is one thing i know
0: i even though he used to get on my nerves while he was here (laughs) one of my good best friends when he passed away I was it is weird because it's like um he would say inappropriate stuff so like the first year it was like I'll be like in the shower and I'm thinking something he said and I'm like why like why is this happening now but it is linked to like him always saying like inappropriate off the wall and so it's just kind of like I'm still here in the back of your mind like. It's weird, triggers anything that's. <laughs> so um, let's kind of jump into like bad and like the bad and good. Like I know you had said earlier to talk about uh, sex, and I'm like, uh, sex feels good. So <laughs> <laughs> bad. So uh, what are some good and
1: bad? Like, <laughs> I mean, everything can. In- Moderation said I <laughs> uh,
0: <laughs> have two partners instead of five.
1: <laughs> Whatever your moderation is don't get to quantify anything for anybody else.
2: Right. I think if it's, if it's healthy, right? Cause because you have people who are in like poly or you know it what they call it, ethically non-monogamous relationships and things like that. And sometimes the question can be, well, are you doing this because you felt lonely growing up and you just feel like you need people? And if you're focusing on more people, like, I don't, I don't know. Like, does that mean that you'll never really, really be able to look at a person and love them fully because you don't have to? You know, but then the same, I guess, can be said for people monogamous. I, I don't know. But right. Like, you know, so like, I think it depends on the the particular human and how they are able to. I guess essentially, like, what is healthy for them? Like, have they that been- is true. Think- Cause
0: some people be like, "Oh, you masking your pain of feeling lonely by just accepting anything, or you masking your pain of you know eating because yeah. it's comforting." Like, it's always. I feel like it's always like up to the person's perception of what's really happening.
2: Exactly. Like, sometimes you just want to have sex with somebody, and you're just like, I know we ain't going nowhere, and I'm okay with that. <laughs> like, I don't want you for real, but I want you. Like, like, let's do this to shut the hell up. <laughs> as long as it's right. safe and healthy, like you said. Exactly, and I don't have to have no self-esteem to do it. Like, <laughs> it's just right. I just want this person right now and, like, and maybe two months when we fizzle out, and I actually find my next ex, then
0: I won't talk to them anymore. Like, <laughs> what's the what? big deal? But when does it, when is it like kind of like mass in pain versus like I'm in control, I'm liberated. <laughs>
1: That's a
2: good
1: <weird> question. Right, <laughs> I think like what Jasmine was saying, like everybody's kind of different, yeah. But- you have to know yourself. Like, if you have a relationship with yourself and you just real with yourself, you know
2: yeah.
1: something that is harmful to you. Like, if I drink this one bottle, of two buck chuck, I might be a little harmful to myself. Right. Just take my little regular two drink minimum, maximum, <laughs> maximum, <Yeah>. minimum, <laughs> minimum. <laughs> maximum. <laughs> You know that might be the issue or you know you can have relations same relations with two people like right whenever same time not same time whatever if that's your thing but
2: if you out here just hopping right and you know it ain't healthy you know you yeah being able to identify the why i think and why you're doing something and being like, like T. I said, being honest with yourself, you know yourself. You know, if you're doing something because you're trying to mask some type of pain, or you know, if you're doing something because you're just like, I just want to do this, and like, I'm not emotionally tied to it. I know how to have a safe distance. I know me, I don't really like this person like that. But the Dito or the box, i do doing <laughs> that, you know. Like, when and you I don't know. know if everybody really knows
1: themselves and. Right. So- what i think is the issue like i know when you are hurting for a reason you you may not know yourself you may right. even if you did know yourself yesterday if you hurt in a day you might not know this person so just being in tune with yourself and i agree i'm kind
2: but of how get there,
0: though? I, know, like, I mean i, I know myself <laughs> It's been work, like it's been work of like self reflection. It's been journaling, but kind of like, how do you get there to like really know yourself? Loaded question.
2: It is because it's (laughs) it's like I don't know, like really taking your own inventory, maybe, or just having difficult conversations with yourself too, and just being like. Who the hell are you? You know, like, what? what is it that you really want? You know, like, I I think that's, that's, I guess on the surface, that may be some quick fixes to it, but who really knows themselves fully? Like, we're all in our 30s, right?
0: We are. Right. right.
2: We're <laughs> in our 30s. How long did it take you to really feel comfortable with yourself? And are you are you? Come right.
1: On. I don't know if I'm like the most comfortable with myself now. Right. But I also think that it's like I was and now I'm not. So it's like a yeah. of yourself. So that's what you said like earlier, like you always have to have check-ins because
2: yeah.
1: it's is it differs. Like when I kind of gained weight, I was like, oh, okay, who is who is this? Who is who is her? <laughs> but you know, understanding like life, things happen. I know I ain't go to the doggone gym, so helped <laughs> me fully. So now I gotta check in with me to learn how to step on the fully. So, yeah.
2: What about you, Kilby? kills <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna um, throw whole name out there. <laughs> I I think I'm
0: pretty self-aware because one, I'm the oldest. So I had to like be know what I what I have to do as well as other people. So I think that made me grow up a little faster as well because I was the oldest and my mother was an entrepreneur. It was like I had to learn and adapt. And so I think those two things made me adapt better um, in the world, but it also required me to recalibrate often. And Mm -hmm. so I set goals for myself and I had to achieve them. I set goals for myself and had to achieve them. So it was kind of like a hamster wheel constantly of doing that, where I started to kind of put it to my life. And so, um, but that also on the negative side, Made me um, get overwhelmed and anxiety of um, developed because it was like constant, like, not am I enough? Because I knew I was enough and I could do everything I set my mind to. It was like, can I achieve everything in this hour? Like, I needed more than 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Versus saying no. <laughs> Enough stuff you doing like you can't conquer everything.
1: Mm-hmm. I think it's interesting you called it hamster wheel too. Like, you don't funny. get off this hamster wheel, and you just yeah,
0: like, <laughs> you keep going until so you burn out. Every time, like every time, like I get sit down, it's because I burn out. It's not like yeah, not
2: because you want to, right? Not voluntary.
0: Never volunteering. Yep. <laughs> I'm getting better. Yeah.
1: Did we even answer your question, kids? <laughs> yeah. This is some good
2: chatting.
0: <laughs> good. It definitely is some good chatting. So, kind of like to go back into a support system. So, outside of just like yourself, who else? Outside of your cousins, but <laughs> who else? <laughs>
2: help. You know what? I have two dope ass sisters where I'm just like I'm so thankful (laughs) that I have siblings and I'm a middle child so I get to be, you know, I got an older sister so I didn't have to have the responsibility of being the responsible one. (laughs) And I love that. And then I have a baby sister who's pretty much like, she's like the oldest one, but we get along pretty well. I mean, we're all Super close. My parents got to it and had three kids in four years, so like we're pretty close. And so, i if I have an issue, those girls are my support system. Like they really are. And I, well, I know you said outside of yourself, but I i, I want to learn or I'm learning to like support myself on what I need too. Like I think it's important for me. To, like I, I always want to look at myself and have check-ins with myself too. Yes, I talked to myself, and I think that that's okay. But like, but you really just like, that. Jazz. <laughs> <Did> you, <laughs> like, Jazz, did you, did you do the right thing? Like, and, and not to, you, just to not be above criticism for myself, you know, and just to criti- to be like, okay, Jasmine. like I said before, did you do the right thing? Was that the right way to go? Or sometimes if I'd be like, well, girl, I don't care about that right now. Well, then even, even just being honest and being like, what? Well, Okay, well, you don't care about that, but why don't you care about that? You know, just really asking myself questions. But my sisters, I would have to say, are my, they're my support system if I need something because they celebrate and they scold me. Mm. I think that balance is pretty good. What about you, t Well, unlike
1: y'all, I'm the only child. Shout out
2: to the only children.
1: Talking to yourself is what I do. That was one of my first dialects I learned. To talk to um, but so I don't have um siblings to talk to that you know I grew up in the house with. I do have a lot of girlfriends that I went to like college with and high school with that I'm quite close to and they'll tell me what's up <laughs> when I'm wrong and when I'm right. Yeah. Um and they celebrate me and and I also have a significant other.
2: Hey, shout out to kind
1: of Dope. Team. So, um, and also, like, he tells me when I'm wrong and when I'm right too. So that's helpful because I've been right all my life. because It was just me, <laughs> you know. So, Sarah, you was right. Yes. Okay. Yes. I think I'm right. Yeah, you are right. So it was me, and I was spoiled well, by two parents. So I was pretty much right. <laughs> so it's. Was- it's pretty cool to have um, a family is what I call them mm-hmm. that help me in times. Kill yeah. answer the question too.
0: Um friends are definitely important. Uh if you know me, I probably hang out with my friends and then my actual sibling. Um but that's all the hamster wheel cuz I was a, not adult her, but like she was not my child, but I had to take care of her a lot. So it's like, I'm an empty nester. So, right. uh, so when, and then um, I actually counseling early on. Mm-hmm. to talk um, talk through stuff because my parents went through a divorce when I was very young. Um, and it was not a pretty divorce court. So you know, mm-hmm. that's like a part of the process. Um, and then in school, like I went to Agnes Scott, shout out to the Scotties. Um <laughs> they actually had the side. So tuition is high. So I took, you know, I took advantage from everything. And so I think the council, I'm pro therapy. Like going to see somebody. Cause sometimes, even though all of my friends are different, like it might be a perspective that you don't know about. So it helps you kind of get through the hurdle or kind of like walk through things because your friends may be cheering you on, be like, girl, yes, go bust the windows out. But yeah. <laughs> not totally the right thing to do. So <laughs>
2: Jasmine, what do you think about therapy? I've actually never been to therapy, but it's, I'm not against it. But, uh, I always say sometimes I, I think that I don't I haven't gone yet because I like the balance that I have right now of having one foot firmly planted in my greatness and the other foot firmly planted in my ain't shitness. And I like the fact that I can like be balanced in that way. And I think some it, I, some I have it in my mind that if I go to therapy, then somebody will fix me to be a more caring, more Intentional, and I don't know person, and I don't know if I want that. So I'm just like, hey, I let me do a little bit of work on my own first. And if I need to go to therapy, I might, I might try it.
0: That's what fair. That is fair. What about you, that
1: Um, I actively go to therapy now. I started because of grief counseling when mm-hmm. I. My father, my grandmother, and my ex-boyfriend like, passed away in like a year or so span. Nice. Um, so I was like, oh, maybe I'll do this. But I went like late, like a whole year later after all these people like passed away. And my therapist was like, you you really waited a, a whole year. <laughs> you didn't need <believe> to <laughs> come earlier um but therapy for me has been helpful but not all therapists are helpful so you, mm-hmm. kind of think you just have to find the person that's right for you and that kind of serious spirit and you know you feel okay to open up to because you know sometimes you do stuff that you know you do and you don't nobody else know you do and you don't you gotta be comfortable with telling people so right
0: oh my god i re- That's just, I'm laughing because I remember uh, one of my family members was going to church counseling, but it was very misogynistic. And so she was like, the church counselor was trying to tell her to fix herself for her husband. And I was like, but not that she didn't do anything. It might have been like some triggers or some signs, but it was like, that's not the right person. <laughs> right. Yeah. So everybody, it's not a one-size-fits-all for therapists. It might, you might got to kiss a couple of frogs. Find the correct therapist on a lot of couches. Um, and you also got to check credentials, because I feel like some people just begin jobs and they you know, went to XYZ <laughs> College online and got a therapy degree. Like, yeah. Or they
1: reject and listening to memes. So, you know. Right. It's really helpful to kind of, like, date people. You're right. Like, you're dating a therapist to get to know. Because sometimes, like, if you think differently from them, they're going to probably figure out a way to shun you about some stuff. Oh, wow.
2: Also, they don't.
1: But, you know, if you got to be open. You don't want to feel like you got to cover up some stuff, right? Damn,
0: because therapy costs so anything you pay for, you don't want to pay for a yes man, but you
1: also don't want to pay for no boo. right? Because right. It's, it's a lot, definitely. If you're not paying, like, don't have insurance, even if you have insurance, co pay like uh 30 35 if you go mm-hmm. weeks, that's 60 dollars and depending on you know people's lifestyles. You may not be able to afford that $60. Right. And I understand some people have like pay scales or like a sliding scale so people can come who cannot afford. And there are always like programs due to get therapy out there, but you got to find it. Right. Yeah. If you don't have internet, how are you going to find it? <laughs> digital divide, digital divide. <coughs>
0: That's so. a whole other topic. <laughs> Yeah, I do think it's important. So, just to like kind of discuss some takeaways from this conversation like, just kind of like identifying your triggers that you do to like mask your pain, um, deal with stress, grief, um, things like that. Also, you know, just finding a person, whether it be a friend or um, a counselor. Preferably a counselor, Mm -hmm. Um, therapist. Some people need psychiatrists because, and drugs. Some people need drugs too because we have chemical imbalances. That's the real thing, which is another topic (laughs) as well. But like, those are some things. But ultimately, I kind of do agree with the concept and the African proverb um, it takes a village, you know? It does take a village. And I feel like people always don't tell everything about themselves, Like I have one friend that we literally have to talk. I have to talk to like six different friends to get the whole story. Because she literally piecemeal tells us certain stuff. And so it does take a village to raise a child, raise an adult, <laughs> to raise a human being, so. Yeah. A little quick segue into that, so usually this little segment will be called um, Let's Take a Walk. <laughs> However, considering um, Jonathan Pentland's abuse, racism, bigotry, right we're going to call this uh, Mimi Outside. So, <laughs> this is what transpired, and <laughs> this is what happened.
2: I'm happy to help you. Uh-oh. I didn't hit you. No, didn't you were know. uh, the aggressor, buddy. You're oh, aggressive on that Someone came running. Walk away. Walk away. You walk away. She you you. you, you talking new- to? my wife right now. Walk away. Walk away. Check it out. You either walk away or I'm going to carry your ass out of here. What are you going to do? Or what? what are you going to do? Let's go. Walk away. I didn't do on your territory. I this like, come on, we want oh. to you.
1: talk to you. We just want to talk. We want to understand. <laughs>
0: That's a pull up. So, pull up. that is what I call a cousin's pull up because we is sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, um, like your grandma said, nothing better happen to you than like y'all outside. So, yeah, that's you a gotta place make Frankie look uncomfortable. That's definitely a play good. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> true. That is definitely how my cousins get down in Jacksonville, Florida. <laughs> like, we
2: all pull it up. Yes. And that's with what you had to clap. Yeah. Like, right. Uh, uh, how aggressive he was with that young man. Like, he was just walking and he just this in the one, neighborhood in yeah. broad daylight in broad daylight he just walking with shoes on, dog, with, so shoes on. Work.
1: <laughs> with shoes on yeah but like he prepared to go outside unlike other people <laughs>
2: exactly he prepared to go outside <laughs> and you like he, he can't even take a stroll and then they i heard the the wife saying oh well he was uh He got into an altercation with some girl and he was like, She came for me. Like, I'm just walking. And the man was so, Jonathan was so aggressive with him, pushing him, telling him, You're in the wrong neighborhood, buddy. Like, why? Because he's black and walking? Like, you know, white people have got to be stopped. (laughs) That is just, white people have got to be stopped. With everything that's going on, there's no real fear for them to stop messing with us, they keep doing it. And it's just like, what is it going to take for them to leave us the hell alone? Right. And I really appreciate
0: the neighborhood because he grew up in that neighborhood. So you know how I feel like we've been in a day where, especially people that get to a certain level, Mm -hmm. it's like we live in this nice neighborhood. We're not going to take a couple. And I'm glad that they showed up for him because it showed out. Like it was like rather the troops, rather the troops, cause it it literally makes zero sense. And, yeah. and and that's actually how like black people get together. Like let everything like your neighbor might have stepped on your grass, your neighbor dog might have pooped in your lawn, like <laughs> then your neighbor's music might be too loud, but Come together for a common cause of nonsense. And it was white and black people out there. So everybody was on one accord. (laughs) And that is definitely to kind of like tie this back in and to support. Like, support is big, support can get you to a lot of things.
1: So, absolutely. And it's good that people decided to be on the right side of history because it's, you know, just decide to be on the right side of history, regardless of, like, your race or whatever. Like, you saw the man and he was being harassed. Like, just be on the right side of history.
2: Pull up. (laughs) Right. Okay. (laughs) And luckily, he was suspended (laughs) for his... uh, for what he did to the young man, I mean, luckily something is taking place. Like there's a consequence for these terrible racist acting ass white people. But I think more needs to be done. I like, like I said, I heard he was suspend. Uh, he was suspended. He was also arrested, right? Yeah. Yeah, third degree of assault and um yeah, it
0: it was something else. It was two charges.
2: He should have been because. The young man was not pushing up on him at all. Like He was really just bullying him. He you kept know? calling him sir. I would have lost it. I wouldn't right. say sir no more. He kept calling him sir. He was respectful. He was so respectful. It's just like this could have been another young man that we were hashtagging his name because of some crazy ass white man who was just like "It's I have the right to kill you because you seem out of place in my neighborhood. And didn't even find out the boy grew up in that neighborhood. It's just like you can't do nothing. It's, if you're black, you're guilty. It's just, it's ridiculous.
0: And it was triggering. He he was in his personal space. He was calling him names. He put his hands on him. Like it was that could have. He had a lot of self control. I don't know if he went to counseling, but he got a playing grandma. <laughs> he probably,
2: he probably just wanted to get home. You know what I'm mean? saying? Yeah. Like I think for a lot of black men and women, it's just like. I just want to get home at the end of the day. Like I don't really want to fuss with you. Like I'm pretty sure we've all had situations or issues, incidences. Like I'll never be okay. So I'm tall and I'm big, right? So I'm very aware of the how I present when I leave this world. Or when I leave my house, leave this world. But I'm very aware. Like this is about this is when the world was open, but I I used to work in Buck and well, still do, but working in Buckhead. And this was like I guess 2019 or whatever. And I'm standing at this this corner bakery where I always go. And I would I just wanted lunch, y'all. I just wanted lunch. And so I get my little chicken sandwich and a pack of chips. And I I wait. I see this white woman behind me frantic running around. And I'm just like I'm minding my own melanated ass business. So I'm not worried about her or nothing. I see she running back and forth from the register. I stand a good distance back. I was socially distancing before it was a thing, so, <laughs> no so I'm standing all the way back. I'm just waiting. She puts all her food up on the counter. I'm sitting, I'm standing, all like I said, all the way back, nowhere near her. Got my food like this, just waiting to be called so I can ring up my food. And they can ring up my food and I can walk back to my office. So I'm just sitting there and I just hear her say, where's my bag of chips? Where's my bag of chips? And she looks and the the guy at the cash register, he's like, I I don't know. She looks at me and she said, no, my God, I didn't move. Did you take my bag of chips? Not a bag of chips. Ma'am, I have not moved from this one spot. And she was like, I see you have the bag of chips that I had. I was like, girl. They made one? I said, girl. And then I thought about it. I was like, all right, Jasmine. You in Buckhead. And all of these thoughts went in my mind before I responded to I'm like, you six feet tall. You big as hell. Like, you dark skin, And girl, you wearing a head wrap. <laughs> I was like, and you in Buckhead. If the police get called down here, you know they're going to take your ass down. So how do you want to handle this? So I told her, I said, ma'am, we're not doing this racist stuff today. I have been here. I have not touched your food. Maybe you got the wrong thing. And then the guy. We'll stand, and i always seen the guy because, like I said, I always go there. He didn't say a thing at all. He just looked at me and I was just like, really, bro? Like, you ain't even, like, you're not even gonna step in. You saw me standing here this whole time. You're not even gonna say anything to her. And then he was just like, I, I can just take you here. I was like, here, pay for my food. And I walked the hell up out of there. And I was just like, the choices that we have to make as Black people to just continue our day. I just wanted lunch. I right. had confrontation. And hearing this Karen is well, all the way back there accusing me of stealing her chips. That she just didn't grab, by the way, because it was out of her, uh, out of her, she couldn't even fathom that she made a mistake. It had right. to be the Black woman stole her chips.
0: Chips. Chips.
2: Yeah. Not purse, not money. Exactly.
0: Being, not anything. Chips.
1: It. The privilege.
0: Yeah. <laughs> lots of air in the bag. Like, you got H- <laughs>
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's a lot. It's definitely a lot. So we're gonna go into the prescription. So we've been, it's been a lot of stuff going on. Some stuff might be triggering. you know, some takeaways of our conversation. Jasmine kind of brought up self-care. Um, so we're gonna go with what you're gonna prescribe to our audience, you know. Well, one for yourself, but someone else, you know, appreciate the advice too. So Jasmine, you want to start with the
2: prescription for the week? Uh, The prescription for the week. Um, So this will wrap up with self-care. Do more for yourself, but not to the point where you neglect commitments or obligations. But just be about you but not all about you (laughs) if that makes any sense balance right exactly balance because like if you have commitments and i I really want people to read this article that i've written on i hear that girl about self-care and how i feel like it's a little bit i I think like i said i think people have really gotten into this it's inherently selfish but it doesn't have to be these are really for introverts really because they the worst and Anyway, just read the article, but be about self, but not, like I said, not so much when you renege on your commitments, things that you've already made. Like, don't be that person. Got you. That's a good one. See
0: that?
1: Um, For me, I want to be thoughtful in my my speech. Um, I was raised in like the beauty shop. So my speech is sometimes reckless. <laughs> If there is gossip, I know it, and everybody is too. (laughs) So, um, just being more thoughtful and just thinking about stuff before I say it. Mm. It doesn't hurt people's feelings. Um, Being just cognizant of just where I am and treating people okay and treating myself okay. So, That's a good one. That's a good one. Tack.
0: That's
2: the word. What about you?
0: So mine will be um to use the word no more. Um taking on too much <laughs> will uh, you'll be face down somewhere. So um saying no more, uh actually giving myself a limit of five, not even a limit, a minimum of five. So I have a goal of saying no to five people.
2: Yes.
0: Yes, so um, that is my goal and my well, prescription for the week. So, anybody else that has the same issues as I set a goal and say no.
2: Can I borrow some money? <laughs> <laughs> no, no no more, more. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> no, number one. <laughs>
1: I'm gonna need four more <laughs> I'm going
2: the first one out of the way
0: <laughs> Right I'm going to start learning other
1: languages So I can say
2: <laughs> that finished
1: damn pack
2: Right no. right. <laughs> right Like y'all understand that no is universal No <laughs> I think that's good though.
0: Well I enjoyed you guys And you know, know. This was cool Great Stop conversation. It was a great show, yeah. and you know, hopefully, everyone comes back to the next episode. It's not hopefully. I know y'all yeah. want to come back because this is good You know that is, that's what it is. Um, so T doc with the next episode, you want to give a little teaser, or as Jasmine said, exclusive.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, so the next episode, next on Play Cousin Podcast, we have an episode on therapy. So we talked about therapy a lot today, um, and we're going to go in depth. Maybe we can answer some of your questions. So if you could hit us up on Instagram at Play Cousin Pod or Facebook at Play Cousin Pod, or if you have questions, you can go to our Gmail and send us an email at Play Cousin Pod gmail.com. The, so, link, laugh. the <laughs> link will be so So if you have questions for the therapist, you can send them there. Um and Jasmine, we're gonna see if she can answer some of your questions to
2: see <laughs> yes. if the it's gonna change you or not. <laughs> It'll be good to talk to a therapist to see if what I'm missing out on. And uh because it might even be a fear there of talking to a therapist. So I think that I'm looking forward to our next show. So we'll see y'all
1: in two weeks. Meet me outside.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, but not the bobcat. Not the bobcat. <laughs>
2: not the bobcat.
0: No. Shout out the happy ways. Shout out the happy ways. Support her. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then, until next time. Bye, Bye guys.